Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. And um, glad to be with you. Got a lot planned for you today. The Nikki Collin weekly appearance. We uh, always enjoy catching up with uh, Nikki, and that will happen today, a little after 5 o'clock. And uh, good visit. Going to be a good visit today. Bears uh, lost a tough loss to Oklahoma, extremely tough loss to Oklahoma State. And, well, that's a good, that's a good team that uh, Coach J.C. Hoyt has going there in Stillwater. But the Bears are going to be, they're going to get things together and get things moving back in the right direction. The, t- the players are there. And, um, you know, you got to kind of, it's its almost a burn the boats situation, Aaron. You've heard Jerry Jones say that. You've got to, you kind of got to at some point go, this is who we are right now. Now, maybe we'll have more people coming aboard later on or in future years, but this is who we are. Th- this is enough. Let's go get this thing done. And um, I'm anxious to see how they respond. And then I'm anxious to see more of, you're going to hear from Nikki Collin, Aaron, uh, some really interesting things at 5 o'clock, and one of them will involve one of her freshmen. You know, it's hard to know exactly with young players what kind of performance you're going to get from day to day and what this is going to look like. Aaron, they're not, you know, weren't playing particularly well the other day, turning the ball over like crazy, and they put a freshman named Kyla Abraham in. She's tall. She's like 6'3", 6'4". For all I know, she may be 6'5". And and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. And like the last two minutes <clears throat> or three minutes of the first half or the second quarter, I mean, it, she was great. Two blocks, knocked down two shots, pulls up from 10 feet. Man, I mean, I was, I was like, whoa, whoa, unleash. Unleash the great Abraham. So we'll see. But I do get excited about young players and seeing where that's all going. But this is a work in progress as they get ready this afternoon to board a flight to K-State. Jeff Mitty and his uh, his bunch, and they've had two big-time wins this year over top 15 teams. So you cannot underestimate Kansas State. Now, Aaron, I, I wanted to share with our audience – by the way, great reaction from you guys yesterday. The text line was just lighting up with all kinds of responses about that defensive holding penalty in the Super Bowl. <clears throat> Aaron loves a good penalty. Now, Aaron just really appreciates the same calls. He wants the same call late as they had in the first quarter. He's equal legislation. That's great. That's, that is Aaron's stance on this. But we had a lot of different takes on this, and that came down. That was some really good stuff yesterday. Now, Aaron, I thought our audience would like this. Bracketology, I was kind of watching Joe Lenardi last night, <clears throat> seeing where everybody landed in the um, 
as far as the seeding right now, Baylor is has moved up with that win over West Virginia, and boy, what a win that was. And how fun, Aaron, is it to watch the great L.J. Cryer when he just catches fire like that. That was something to behold. And we'll talk more about that at 420. Again, Nikki Collin, Baylor women's coach, coming at 5 o'clock. But here's the news I wanted to share with you right off the top of the show involving Baylor basketball. Lenardi has them at a two-seed. He's moved the Bears up to a two-seed, and he has them, Aaron, starting out in Denver. All right, and I'm um, I'm kind of excited to see it. That's in the South. All right, and then that kind of gets you to if you advanced, of course, it would out of that you got to the Sweet Sixteen. That ends up being Louisville, the whereas the South goes. So got got the Bears out of the East. Aaron, right now they would open with Vermont. Got to watch out for the Vermont. Aaron, do you know what they are? The Vermont. Like catawampus, wampus cats, cata, cata, something. Doesn't that sound right? Cata, what are they? It starts with a C. The Vermont catamounts or something like that. I'd have to think about that one. Aaron, I'm sure you're looking it up as we speak. But Bears versus Vermont would be the first round, and they would play the winner of Auburn, the 10 seed, and Northwestern, the 7 seed. Northwestern coming off a big-time upset of Purdue, which it knocked number one Purdue out of the top spot. All right, so, and I was looking to see, Aaron, if any of our brethren are in that. Now, the number one seed in that in that regional would be, uh, in the, it would be Alabama. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Alabama got their, I mean, they got run off the court by Porter Moser, a man who has two wins in the Big 12. The man loves two things, tight shirts and, and no shot making. And uh, he has, since, he's, since he had to leave Sister Jean, he has not been able to respond. Aaron, I always like, by the way, listening to like what Bob Huggins says after a game. And, uh, you know, it's, it's always kind of like they say, well, Coach, what about the – well, that zone seemed to give you some problems. Well, I'd say, Aaron, how long did West Virginia go last night without a field goal? Was it like eight minutes, eight or nine minutes? It was crazy. They went forever without a field goal. Meanwhile, Bears just uh, – our man is just – and by the way, EJ, too, Chamuachachua, is just he, – he's everything he does right now. Scores 11, playing better. He's getting better on defense. There was a game recently where they really were trying to, was it last night or was the game before? I think Fran was noticing that. They were trying to target him on defense because he doesn't quite, in terms of lateral quickness and, and playing against, you know, guarding the different positions, they were kind of they were kind of going after him a little bit. Man, he was fine. He was fine last night. Nobody really was doing that much to him. And uh, Aaron, what I love is 
He's got he, – he cannot – I mean, I thought they were going to try to bully him a little bit because they got that big Jimmy Bell guy, but they didn't have anybody that could do anything to him. They got too deep a little bit with that Emmett Matthews. But for the most part, he was fine. And his little turnaround, the footwork on the turnaround jumper down there from the baseline was a thing of beauty. Oh, my gosh. What a what a deal. I mean, that was really something. Uh, so he, having him back and playing at this level, whether it be the perimeter, shooting outside the lane, dunking, all of that has just been a godsend. And then Cryer was just in another world. The other thing that EJ's developed, Aaron, is what's called the back tap. Tyson Chandler for the Dallas Mavericks used to be great at it. Um, I, Aaron, do you get a do you get a rebound credit for it? In the NBA, sometimes they'll give you a rebound credit for a back tap. I don't know if they do that in college. You really should get an offensive rebound for it. What he does is he just jump. He slaps the ball back out to his teammates. What does that it ends up with? Either open threes, stealing possessions. I love it. The uh, the it, it really has brought another dimension to what they do. Now, uh, I was looking around at where, where Joey Brackett's, Joey Lenardi has some of the other uh, Big 12 teams. He does have West Virginia still in as a 10 seed, playing 7 seed Missouri. All right, that would be in Sacramento. This is the New York region. Guess who's going there, Aaron? The TCU Horn Frogs. He's got going, playing in the east. And that would be um, TCU versus Memphis. Now, Aaron, because they just cannot, they cannot put a bracket together without putting the Jayhawks with the number one seed. Aaron, did I did I miss something? Did Kansas like beat somebody great? <laughs> no. Did they did they just obliterate somebody? Like, could somebody explain to me? How Baylor is number one in the conference, tied with Texas right now. Kansas is a half game back, and yet Kansas is viewed as a one seed. Have these people watched them this year? I mean, they're pretty good. Grady Dick's good player. Jalen, um, oh, you know, who, who? Aaron, who's number 10? Jalen, um, Jalen's great. I mean, he's a, he's a good, he's going to be an NBA player. I mean, they have some really good parts. But they're not great. They're not. There's no. There's not a lot of depth. They don't have a consistent big man. They're finding one. Um, in the Owe is um, starting to look like he might be or Uday, Owe or Uday. Anyway, they're starting to look like they may have something in terms of a big man. But this is not a great Kansas team. Now the the, the interesting news is Aaron. This is just not a great like NCAA right now. There's no – I'm looking at the the top, the number one seeds, Alabama, eh. Kansas, eh. I mean, I – and I'm trying to go back here. By the way, right now, if the season ended today, the Big Ten would have eight teams in the, uh, in the uh, NCAA tournament. The Big 12 would have eight teams. And the ACC and SEC would both have seven teams. Aaron, the funny thing about that is, of course, all these other conferences have more teams, whether it be 14, 
Um, six, I'm just trying to think of some of the numbers in the different conferences. Big East, five teams. SEC and the ACC having seven teams each. Aaron, that seems way too high to me. Now, the embarrassing one is this. Aaron, how many? I want you to guess how many teams he has from the Pac-12. I mean, considering Big Ten, eight teams, Big 12, eight teams, ACC, seven teams, ACC, SEC, seven teams. <laughs> how many teams from the Pac-12, Aaron? Six. Two. <laughs> okay. I was close. <laughs> yeah, you were you were not you were not even remotely close. The same as the West Coast Conference, the WCC, the American Conference. I mean, that's unbelievable. So right it- now, he's got he's got two Pac-12 teams in, in playing in the uh in the tournament. Arizona wow. and UCLA, I guess? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Got nobody else. Now, I do like this. Our friends from Tulsa, Oral Roberts, appears to be in the tournament as a 12 seed. You say, well, why does Mosley care about that? Well, they got an old Baylor assistant as their coach. I believe that would be Paul Mills is the head coach at Oral Roberts, and one of our old friends is there too, Sam. Our buddy Sam is there, Paul Mills, Sam Roberts. Anyway, good, good, some good Baylor dudes that are there. And um, um, and in, and in, in the other part of the bracket um, that was grabbing my attention a little bit was uh, I'm looking again. They've got very very interesting some of the some of the the last the, four, the first four buy, the last four buys in the tournament. Aaron West Virginia. Boise State, our old friend Jeremiah Dickey, Auburn, and Memphis. The last four in this tournament, Mississippi State, UNC, New Mexico, and Clemson. And the first four out is like a blue blood. I mean, Oregon's usually good. Kentucky, obviously, that's a blue blood. USC, eh, I don't know if I'd call them blue blood for basketball, but pretty good. Wisconsin, I mean, they're close to being a blue-blood basketball program. They've been great over the years. Those are the first four out. This thing, Aaron, can you ever remember it being this wide open to whereas you just don't even really have tremendous respect for the number one seeds? I mean, I'm sorry, Purdue, Alabama, Kansas, I don't have it. And the very last team in the tournament right now is the it's the Clemson Tigers. That's the last team in the entire tournament just clinging to their NCAA tournament lives. All right, it is the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas as we get ready to move on with our day. Now, I've got a lot of thoughts coming up about what the team, what things looked like last night against West Virginia, and where I think Baylor's ceiling is, and and the good news is, it's gotten higher even in the last week. I explain next. 
join us this Thursday for our next Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Join us this Thursday live from Rudy's and hear from Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore and first-year head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's this Thursday beginning at 6 live from Rudy's. The Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's in Waco and here on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers, we have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Elberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Elberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. A funeral service is a special time for family and friends to comfort one another, begin to find healing, and celebrate a life well lived. Whether you choose burial or cremation, McDowell Funeral Home provides timely service and professional spirit in your time of need. They also offer pre-planning services to their customers. Family owned and operated, McDowell Funeral Home, 1104 Chestnut Street in Waco and in Hillsboro, plus a new location coming soon. Call them 254-754-3151 or learn more at McDowellFuneralHome.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124 to 121. Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night, 74 to 67. Baylor won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center, 79 to 76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Girls High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. George fakes his defender out of his socks, missed the shot. Long rebound, Cryer, another three. His eighth made three tonight. Eight threes by Cryer. Bears lead 62-45. Timeout, Scott Drew. Bears blow West Virginia off the court. West Virginia actually played a lot harder than they did the other day when they just got ripped. And uh, I, I thought uh, I thought they kind of tried to at least hang in there for a half, and then Baylor just hit them with a series of haymakers. And on that play, love hearing John Morris on the call, and uh, always great right here on ESPN Central Texas. Um, man, Learfield, of course. I I, I love the uh, I, I Crier to me is the most effortless three point shooter in the country. The, it reminds me a little bit, Ladarius Dunn uh, used to be at Baylor. And, Aaron, you remember, Ladar- he was uh, Lace Darius, I should say. And Lace would, um, he had a way of, he didn't elevate, even though he was an unbelievable athlete and was one of the great leapers and all of that, he did not leap on his jump shot. It was more of a set shot type deal. Now, Cryer does. I mean, he does. He gets up higher than Lace did on his jump shot. But there's just something so like pure about it and easy that it really looks to me every time he shoots it like a free throw. Like it's just there are just moments you're almost shocked when he doesn't make it. And uh, that was uh, that was a lot of fun to to watch. Aaron, I kind of thought he was on his way to ten or eleven three pointers. Ends up with eight of them, all right? Ends up with 26 points. And this team, I, I one of the things I really like about it is Keontae on a night when he's not scoring that much ends up with like seven points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Like he, he'll stuff the stat sheet on you, and he's just not enamored like some young superstar types are with how many points he's scoring. I think it's a great thing. Flagler is fine. If he has to score 28 one game, he will. He's totally fine coming back in the next game and scoring 13. And, of course, Bridges is down there doing all sorts of dirty work. I was worried. He made a nice shot, and then he fell down, and and they had to look at him over there, but he ended up being fine. He came right back in there. There's a lot to like about this team. Aaron, I wanted to say a word about... Ojanuna, Ojanuna, Ojanwana, I should say. Josh Ojanwana. And, it, you know, he's a good, great young player, 
And quite honestly, because EJ, Everyday John's been so great, it's taken his minutes away. He's not getting to play right now. And and I last night I kind of watched over there, Aaron, and he was into it like crazy. And he was up off the bench congratulating his teammates, going crazy. Now, Aaron, do you remember we had Tweedy on recently? And he said they had note cards that they look at for all their celebrations. Last night I was kind of watching him over there. And he's got his buddy. You know, there's the Baylor guy that comes off the bench that we always like. Uh, and and they and they kind of do a deal like they have orchestrated celebrations for certain things, like an and one, a three-point shot. Certain players get reactions. And I love that about the Baylor bench because not everybody's going to be out there playing and contributing on every night, and they, they stay focused and stay engaged. Love that about Del Bonner. Del Bonner did not get any playing time in that game until the game was already out of reach. It was about a 19-point game, and he finally comes in there at the end. Love Day didn't even get into the game. You know, I don't know. I don't know why Love Day didn't get in there, but he didn't get in there. Jordan got in, but they just those guys are still into it. And I'm starting to feel like in Baylor, as we just talked about, Aaron, they now are being discussed as a two-seed. Kansas being talked about as a one-seed. How many conference games would Kansas have to lose to not be a one-seed, Aaron? Go 500? Maybe if they lost the rest of their games, they wouldn't be a one-seed. It's unreal. I mean, they've already kind of decided that Kansas is a one- or two-seed, and, and no matter how many games they lose or how they play, they're kind of like, well, no, Kansas is going to be Kansas is number one, you know number one. By the way, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. I think today is Valentine's Day. Aaron, have you have you said Happy Valentine's Day to anybody, like in the <laughs> halls, or have you seen anybody in your life? You know, you've got a you've got some loved ones in your family. You might want to say it to your mom. You know, have you have you have you thrown out any any Happy Valentines today to anybody? Have not. I'm a Valentine's hey, Day Grinch. I'll just let you know that. Oh no, <laughs> no, Aaron. I mean, I, I I do want you to work in a couple of like. Lionel Richie type love songs, maybe Chicago. <laughs> oh, that Chicago Greatest Hits album. Remember that one, Aaron? I've listened Remember, to it uh, a lot. You're, you're, I think the big one from that was Hard Habit to Break, and you're the inspiration. You bring me in into my life. You're the inspa. Okay, Aaron, uh, we may need some people. That may be our text line today for people to share favorite all-time uh, love songs, and I think that I think Chicago had the market cornered. I think from a country standpoint, Restless Heart had a really good run, like the Bluest Eyes in Texas. I feel like Restless Heart for about a I don't know, it didn't seem like they were you know hot forever, but they had about a five year run. About and it was pretty short. It's kind of like uh, like Clint Black had that unbelievable run, and we didn't hear from Clint. Didn't hear from Clint for a long time. Clint had some great stuff. Some good Valentine's Day, uh, Aaron. Let's let's can we work some can we work some of that in today? I feel like we I feel like we need a good Valentine's theme. Now, last night though, Aaron, back to the nitty gritty. I or do you kind of hear what I'm saying though? On like Ojanwana, here's a guy that's suddenly not playing because Everyday John is back and taking all his minutes. And by the way, I looked last night to see what EJ. How many minutes he had off the bench? Aaron, he played 24 minutes. 
Can you believe it? That he's he's been back for what three or four games now, and he's already playing at least at least three games, twenty four minutes. He's already playing starter minutes. Aaron, he has taken Baylor from a really good team, a a team that you could say, hey, Sweet Sixteen, pretty good shot to maybe make it to the Sweet Sixteen. And EJ, and again, they maybe they make maybe they could have gotten the Elite Eight. Who knows? I think he's made them part of the Final Four discussion. Aaron, if we if we were going to look right now and just and, and and let's be honest, let's not be let's not be homers about this. Even though we're both big Baylor fans, who is better in the country? Who would you say, just hands down, for sure, is better? I'm thinking, Aaron, you may have that top five in front of you, the AP top five. If I had to say, okay, these are better teams than Baylor right now, uh, I would say Virginia. Okay partially because Virginia's already beaten them this season, and I would defer. And, I again, I don't know who would win right now in a one-on-one, but let's say Virginia. Let's also say Purdue. Let's say University of Texas right now simply because they won at Moody and right now have the same record as Baylor. Um, and so let's, let's at least say Texas is the same as Baylor, or 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 maybe a little bit better because right now they own the tiebreaker. Aaron, you start running out of names pretty quickly. Are we to believe that Alabama, for instance, is a better team than Baylor? I don't. I don't. They're beating up bad teams in the SEC. Other than Alabama, Aaron, who's great in the SEC? There was one other team I think we were thinking about recently. It's pretty good. Auburn's not. Auburn's now being projected Tennessee. as a 10 seed. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee. They've lost good. two straight on, yeah, on buzzer right. beaters. That's pretty good, though. Well, we'll give them a top 10 ranking, right? They're a top 10 type team. So I think you could say Baylor and Tennessee are similar teams. I think you would give Baylor the edge based on pedigree. You know, having won a national title, having players on this team that were part of that national title team two years ago. Now, Aaron, it's really going to come down, though, to Baylor's got the shooting, and they're starting to get more of the interior players. He, uh, You know, obviously, Chamo Chachua brings a lot of that. Aaron, I I just don't know. The, 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 the only Achilles heel for the Bears, I still don't know exactly – how good they can be defensively. They're not there yet. They're not there yet. Now, from an offensive efficiency standpoint, Aaron, I think they're like number one in the country on some of those pin, those Ken Palm ratings and some of the things out there. That's Ken Pomeroy. If you ever wonder, people say Ken Palm, Ken Palm. Well, first of all, they're kind of trying to show off. But Ken, Ken Palm is what people look at for some of the higher level ratings and that's what like scott drew if you said scott here i got all these rankings here scott tell me which one you look at the most he would say ken palm and in ken palm baylor's got the most efficient offense in the country does that mean they're perfect on offense no no do i think there could be a team in the tournament that could bully them a little bit yeah yeah i do i think they've got length but they don't have like they would have trouble matching up with Edie at Purdue if, if somehow they ran into them. The good news is I think it would be a long time 
before they would run into him. But the man's like 7-3, and he can, I mean, he can kind of, he's really, he's an old, old school, traditional type guy. He's he's highly skilled. Aaron, how, if you had to have Drew Timmy right now or Edie, and I'm not even talking about player of the year, who's the better college player? I'm just saying like flat out, if you could, if you could line up and have Drew Timmy on your team or Edie, who's become a popular national player of the year candidate, which way would you go? I would go with Edie. All right. And I, I, and I will say this, Aaron, about Edie. And I, I, I might agree with you. He almost came to Baylor. I read that story. <laughs> it was a very interesting. interesting story. Yeah. Yeah, Baylor, boy, Tang and, and uh, Coach Nunes. I got to reach out to my guys. Coach Nunes, I think, is going to be on with us this week, and that'll be good. But, boy, he was big on Edie, came to Baylor, fell in love, Aaron. And the mom, and I'm trying to remember the mom, They, you know, she, she had a big say, as most moms do. And for whatever reason, she told him not to commit. He came to Baylor, fell in love with it, and wanted to commit. And, uh, and they said, nah, now nah, hold off. And he ends up going to Purdue. And it's all worked out. He's done great there. He's become a star player there. All right, Aaron. I've, I've named some teams that I think could be considered ahead of Baylor. I'm not even talking about where they're ranked AP. I'm talking about, to my eye, I don't think Alabama, even though Alabama's number one team in the country, I would, in a, in a neutral court situation, if Baylor and Alabama played right now, Baylor would be favored by, it might be a pick em, it might be Baylor favored by two. Aaron, who am I missing? Is there any other team I haven't mentioned <clears throat> that you could say, yeah, yeah, I think I think you could make the argument they're better than Baylor right now. Houston, across the I, I wouldn't make the oh, argument yeah, that I they're better, it. but yeah. they, I would say that pretty close. But that would yeah, be the that, one team. That that team's very close to your heart. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking about the <laughs> Cougars, but the um, American Athletic Conference does have a wonderful team in the Houston Cougars. Now, when the Cougars made the Final Four and ended up against the Bears, it did not go well. Bears ran them out of the gym. And um, and I don't know if they would do that. Now, I mean, I think this Houston team is built a little uh, differently. Now, Aaron, you've probably watched them more than I have. I think they – don't they kind of have a pretty effective big guy, like a swing man who's around 6'7", six, 6'8", six, that is a slasher type. I'm just trying to think. Uh, they, they, they got one of those, and I can't remember if he's McDonald's All-American or not. Kelvin got a hold of a freshman that is really, really good. And, of course, that goes with veterans like Sasser, like Marcus Sasser. Those of us that followed the SWC in the Big 12 remember the great Gerald Sasser. Yes, he is in his family. Uh, but he's a really, really good player. You're right, Aaron. I think right now if Baylor and Houston met on a neutral court, it would be kind of a pick em. They might say Houston by a point or two. But EJ is going to continue to feel better, get more and more minutes. I, I think that's one of the great stories in college basketball right now. It's it's almost a miracle. And, of course, it's ton of it is the hard work that he's put in. Snyder, you know, I, I'm Charlie Melton. I'm thinking of these other people, the the athletic trainers, the uh, the strength and conditioning people. The, those are 
They've played an enormous role into it. His girlfriend, I keep hearing her name, Lauren's name. I think she's had a huge role in it, and I and I he's he's talked about that. But Aaron, that is one of the great stories in college basketball, and I I think it would have been a big enough story if he came back and was a role player and could give you five to seven minutes a game. Okay, that in itself would have been an awesome story, Aaron. The fact that he, I mean, there are some areas where I'm not sure he's himself, like. I don't know if he's if he's going to be as good defensively. I might start to think pretty soon here that he's come back as a better offensive player. Now, maybe maybe there's some things he can't do as relentless on the offensive boards, but the truth is all this back tapping stuff he's doing that's an NBA thing. That's to me that's a that's, now, you can coach that, and obviously Baylor is coaching that, but it's also like an enormous effort thing. Let me tell you, Jalen Hurts had um, – <laughs> Jalen Hurts, what am I talking about? Jalen Bridges had a huge moment in that game against TCU the other day, Aaron, where it, he just got up there and took a swing at the ball, and the ball came flying back out there, and the Bears hit an enormous – I'm sure it was Flagler because Flagler hit everything in that game. But uh, anyway, I just kind of wanted to talk about some of the other teams. Aaron, before we move on to Campus Confidential, any other name I'm not thinking about? Houston, Virginia, you mentioned Tennessee. Let's say that Baylor, Texas, and Kansas are all right there together. And, And right now, my thought on that is the team that wins between those teams is whoever's playing at home. Now, we'll see. Bears go to fog, uh, the fog on Saturday, and college game day is going to be there. That's big. That's big. All right, they are going to the land of the Jayhawk, but they, Aaron, they're not invincible there. Scott Drew and his bunch, they have won there, and TCU, when it was at full strength this year, ran them out of the building. Just embarrassed Kansas. I do not think... This is one of those games you look at like next Saturday and go, oh, man, I, I don't know. I think the Bears have a really good shot. If they, if they show up and play somewhat like they've been playing, especially like last night, I know it was West Virginia, but I'm just telling you, this is not an invincible can- – they've beaten much better Kansas teams than this, even at their place. All right, Matt Mosley's show – ESP in Central Texas. Campus Confidential is next. And then remember Nikki Collins' weekly appearance following that. Recently on Game Time. Joined now by Baylor basketball coach Scott Drew. When John checked in as as a coach, there's the winning, and then there's also, boy, you really want this player to do well for the work he put in. And I mean, for for John, I was so happy that he made two for two just so he could get uh, the cheers and the ovations for all the hard work that he put in. He's not going to make every three he takes, but I can tell you, they have a lot better chance of going in now after the work he's put in, and we couldn't be happier. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. 
That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Come join ESPN Central Texas' Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas' Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event call 254-710-8080 hi my name is amanda cunningham i am a local realtor that has a passion for people i've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home you deserve to get top dollar for your home listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home but helping you get your home buyer ready is key i have a team of people around me that make what i do each day possible if you're searching for that perfect home your experience should be pleasant and stress-free call me today i want to meet you 254-495-0338 google amanda cunningham realtor with colwell banker apex to find my website facebook and more Express Dry Clean Laundry is family-owned and operated and is proud to serve Bellmead and Waco area customers. They offer same-day service Monday through Friday at Express Dry Clean Laundry on any item dropped off by 10 a.m. Make sure and ask about their three-pan dry cleaning special. Plus, each Wednesday, if you use the Express bag, receive 25% off your total dry cleaning bill. Express Dry Clean Laundry, 901 Loop 340 in Bellmead. Proud to support La Vega ISD administration, faculty and staff, and the Pirates and Lady Pirates. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124-121. to Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night, 74-67. Baylor won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center, 79-76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Girls High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, college football, college basketball, we do it all here. All kinds of fun stuff. Aaron, <coughs> we've been talking a lot of college basketball. Did you see old Davy and Harmon? I, I just love it when I see how much some of this means to players. And one of the Tech players last night, they beat Texas, and the crowd was great, and he just stayed down there. He just got down there on his on his stomach and had his head on the floor, and it just, like, meant everything. And literally, it, what was their third win of conference? They're like 3-10 and 10 in conference. But, I mean, it, we sometimes they're like, well, oh, they're not any good this year or whatever. And yet, and that's why we got to stay engaged, man. Even when somebody, one of our teams is not doing as well, we got to kind of stay in there because, man, they put it all on the line. Watch out for these Red Raiders in this tournament, the Big 12 tournament. They, to me, this has a little feel of like an old A&M team. When, uh, when A&M used to shock everybody, get one rolling. I can't remember if that's Kermit or the end of Shelby's time. Might have been one uh, in the 80s. Jim Howler will remember. They got one of those years run. They weren't any good that year. They were last in the conference, SWC, and they won the tournament. They got on a big run. Might have had Winston cry. Golly, those were great teams back then in the Southwest Conference. The old SWC tournament. Aaron, there'll never be another. There'll never be anything quite like the SWC basketball tournament. Five Slamma Jamma, Eddie Sutton in Arkansas, Terry Teagle, Jim Howler, the whole gang, Vinny. Everybody, I mean, every team had a superstar. Of course, over at uh, Rice. Oh, man, it's just, it just uh, I'm trying to remember who Rice's coach was. At one point, it was Coach Schuler was the, was the coach over there. But, of course, Ricky Pierce was their superstar. Aaron, uh, without further ado, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? We will start with Big 12 men's basketball. You mentioned Texas Tech beating Texas last night. That, along with Baylor's win over West Virginia means there's a tie atop the Big 12 standings. It could be a three-way tie tonight if Kansas beats Oklahoma State. That's one of two Big 12 games tonight. Ooh. Number five, Kansas on the road against a red-hot Oklahoma State team at 8 o'clock on ESPN. And then the other Big 12 game, also at 8 o'clock, this, this game on ESPNU. A couple of teams that are struggling right now. Number 12, Kansas State is in Norman to take on Oklahoma in Big 12 action tonight. Watch out. Watch out, K-State. K-State's falling on hard times. I mean, I still think Jerome should be considered for National Coach of the Year, but you better not stumble there. You better not stumble at, what did you say they were, Oklahoma? Again, at Lloyd Noble. I would say road environments in the Big 12. Aaron, were we having this discussion the other day? Did I ever? I meant to tweet about this. The easiest place to play in the Big 12 right now, the Lloyd Noble Center, <laughs> the home of Porter Moser and the Oklahoma Sooners. Aaron, what is the you – know, I'm afraid I don't want to go too far down this because I may have to mention something close to our hearts. What's the, what's the second easiest place to play in the Big 12? After the Lloyd Noble Center, would you go – with, and, it, and this is a place where they have some mean people, but right now I don't feel like they're packing it out. I might go to Morgantown next. 
the second easiest environment, although they're mean as don't transfer out of there. Because <laughs> yeah, they were that awful was, to Jalen Bridges. That was pretty nasty stuff they were saying to Jalen yeah. Bridges, absolutely. I would say they're the foulest group. But I, I'm, I'm, I, don't, I don't think of that place. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'd have to. I need to. I need to go to uh, more of these places. Is the Farrell Center a tough environment for opposing fans? I think it can be. I think it can be. I think Kansas saw us at our best. Loud, crank up the noise. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the loud PA man or the screamer, but he was he was doing good things that night. Got to say it. Okay. I don't. I don't. I'm not against him, but I can't. I think this new we gotta have a better home environment at the Foster. All right, Foster Pavilion. It's got to be better. Farrell's not bad. When Farrell is full and rocking, it can be good. And um, and it's going to be full. By the way, there's already a sellout. I think for that Texas game. February 25th, that could be, whoo, think of the things that could be on the line for that game, Aaron. February 25th, University of Texas comes to town. It's already a sellout. I'll be there for that, I promise you. I promise you I'll be right in the middle of that. Uh, Aaron, what else do you have for us today? Matt, when your conference is doing well, do you usually issue a statement saying that your conference is doing well? Yes. Okay. So I think no, no. I, I, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this, and I, I, I uh, you know, we had this kind of late breaking news yesterday. I think we even mentioned this in the dismount. But Aaron, I'm glad you brought this up. What are our buddies at the Pac-12? Uh, I have. Do they have some great news to announce? <laughs> not, not really. The Pac-12. Expects to strike a new media rights deal in, quote, the very near future and remains united to one another. The presidents of the 10 remaining members announced in a joint statement yesterday. The statement clearly meant to show strength that an unstable time for the conference comes as the conference's television deal and league makeup are both in doubt. They've already lost UCLA and USC. Obviously, the Big 12 is looking to expand. The statement said, quote, the 10 Pac-12 universities look forward to cons- consummating Weird choice of words, but look forward to consummating successful media rights deals in the very near future based upon positive conversations with multiple potential media rights partners over the last weeks. We remain highly confident in our future growth and success as a conference and united in our commitment to one another. So the conference gave itself a vote of confidence, I guess. (laughs) Pretty weird. I like it, man. Just everybody, hey, everything's good here. Everything's on. Everything's, I've never seen a, a conference respond to, like, mailbags. I mean, <laughs> that's exactly right. honestly, the, the one thing that was kind of like, well, the Pac-12's not getting what it wants from a TV deal was like a Stuart Mandel, the uh, mailbag on The Athletic. I mean, I like reading the guy. He seems like a nice guy. But, I mean, you can't let that hold a bunch of weight. You can't be responding to every mailbag out there. Oh, I looked there to see what our buddies John Wilner and Ken Zano, hey, how are, how are they going to respond to this? These sort of known as Pac-12 uh, media and enthusiasts, 
and they they wrote a real just straightforward news story about it. I thought Wilner might kind of get in there and take some pokes at the big at the uh, Pac-12, but he did not. Aaron, the bottom line is, who do they have left that is like huge inventory? I mean, I'm sorry, I do think Washington is headed in the right direction, but let's not act like America stops down to watch their games. I'll give you Oregon. All right, Oregon, they've got some excitement. They usually have a high-flying offense. They play, I mean, they got things going with, um, who's that? Is that Mario there now, or did Mario leave? Oh, he went to Miami, didn't he? Mm -hmm. Who do they have now? They brought in the guy from Georgia, Lanning. I think they have Dan Lanning as their head coach now. I, I, um, I can give you Oregon. Who's next? I guess University of Washington, like I was just talking about. But, man, then you start running out of folks. You know who the most relevant team in football is right now in the Pac-12 after Oregon? The Colorado Buffaloes. And, of course, for one reason. But, Aaron, who, who has the most, like, Q rating right now of any team in that conference after Oregon? Wouldn't it be Colorado? I think so. I, before they hired Deion Sanders, I would have probably said Utah. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they've had the national spotlight ever since they hired primetime, and it's kind of stayed on them. There's still articles a couple of weeks that you see about the Colorado program and Coach Prime. We need Utah in the Big 12. I, I wouldn't mind the two Arizona schools. Who's the other one we might would add in that one? Who are the four corners we keep talking about? Two Arizona schools, Utah. Who else, Aaron? Who am I missing? The uh, four U- Utah, school. Arizona, Arizona State, and um, who do we always talk about? Anyway, well, I, I, for, I would like to get Utah in because of BYU. I think BYU needs kind of a to bring in a natural rival, and that's a huge one. And to put them in the same conference would be so cool. I mean, I think I think I think I think people on both sides of that rivalry would be excited about that. All right, Aaron, we got a little, we got a little time. You got you got anything else for us? Uh, Colorado was the uh, fourth school that we right. <laughs> we couldn't think about. Uh, I no, was, I mean I I, I, I was drawing I, a blank I, too. I mean, I've we've talked about it a lot, and I just couldn't remember which was the fourth of the no. The I four couldn't corners. remember. Yeah, I I just it's it's weird to think of Colorado because they've already been in the Big 12. And it's just odd to think about welcoming back Colorado and any of those former former Big 12 schools. That's a weird thing to think through. But um, would they prefer being in the – the? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I think the Big 12 has more upside. But, boy, I tell you, do you want to be the one that ends a conference? Because if they if those four schools joined the Big Twelve, it would they, they they would be doomed. Because Aaron, the next move would be Washington and Oregon would try to do anything it could to get in the Big Ten, um, and then and then of course they would be left with four schools, and that's not a conference. Ugh. See, I don't really wish that on them honestly, because I remember how it felt for the Big Twelve to feel like it didn't have a future. And that's a that's an awful feeling, and it's happened by the way two or three times over the last ten twelve years. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? 
Houston's Shannon Dawson is set to be named Miami's new offensive coordinator, according to ESPN, completing Coach Mario Cristobal's coordinator hires. Last week, the Hurricanes hired Lance Guidry to be their defensive coordinator. After Kevin Steele left for Alabama, Dawson has spent the last four seasons at Houston under Dana Holgerson and also was with Holgerson at West Virginia. Well, that's interesting. University of Houston loses a a big piece as they head into Power Five Conference. Now that does not bode well for Dana and the and the uh, the you know the, the powers that be of U, U of H. I mean, you're going into a Power Five Conference. You need to keep the staff together. Of course, he'd probably help recruit a lot of these people, and that's tough even on our buddy right down the road. Mikel Harrison Pilot, the great player out of Temple. I mean, who um, was the four-star that Houston's so excited about having? I bet that's a tough. I bet that's a tough pill to swallow when uh, you get recruited, you're ready to report for duty, and then this late in the game, one of the people who recruited you leaves the school. Aaron, you know what I would do in that case? I would say, young man. We were the first to offer you Dave Aranda and Baylor. Come on down. Come on down to the Bears. Do the right thing, Cougars. Release him. No, I'm kidding. His dad played at University of Houston, and he will go on there and have a great career, and I don't want him to leave Houston. Go on there. You are committed to the Cougars. You're still committed to them. It's a family affair. So for the Pilot family, do just stick with your, uh, stick with your, your, your guns on that one. I'm totally fine with that. Aaron, time for one more if you have one. I do. Uh, The Baltimore Ravens have hired Georgia offensive coordinator Todd Munkin as their new offensive coordinator today. Georgia turned to a familiar face to fill Munkin's role. They promoted analyst Mike Bobo to offensive coordinator. Munkin helped guide Georgia to -to back-to-back national championships. His offense averaged 501.1 yards per game and 40.7 points per game last season. Pretty impressive. Are you counting the 65 they had? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think those numbers may be uh, uh, may be weighted a little heavily monkin. towards the postseason, but monkin. All right, that's interesting. That's an interesting hire, and um, as uh, boy, these, these just these hires, the SEC, they have some movement. These are great, great programs, and these guys are paid huge amounts of money. I mean, oh, to be the offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator at a Texas A and M, Aaron, you just, you just, you know, you go, you go, you get paid like two or three million dollars, and you go win five games. I mean, what a deal, <laughs> Aaron. How many did they actually win this year? Is that right? Five? Did our our buddies were did they ever become bowl eligible or not? I don't guess they did. Did they? Aaron, I'm are you still sorry. with me? Aggieland? I don't think they did. No, no, okay. no, no. I thought you were sorry. going to play along with me, and I, I kind of lost you. I, I was confused for I a second, you, but now I get it. I thought it. you yeah, no. stepped out into traffic I always or put my serious face I, on during campus. No. Oh, please. <laughs> please do not do that. that. There's no place for that on this show. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and we're pleased to present to you next the weekly appearance as they get on a plane to go to K-State, the Little Apple in Manhattan. Nikki Collin returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Lawrence to take on Kansas this Saturday. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do, take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info and help save a life with Carter Blood Care. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, VersaLift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, uh, and it's uh, Nikki Collins' weekly appearance uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. And, Nikki, that was... Um, that that was a rough one the other day uh, in Stillwater. Now I, I got to say there were moments when I thought y- your team showed some resolve and was really trying to battle back. I thought one of those happened obviously in the third quarter. Uh, you got it to within twelve. You start kind of and, and, and it really did feel like you were kind of pecking away at the thing. I I'm sure you know the moment I thought okay this is this is not our day is when they banked in a long three with like three minutes left. And, and I'm sure yeah. obviously you got to, you know, your girls kept, uh, you know, your players kept going, but that's that there, there were just moments in that game, Nikki, that I would think you had to say, well, there's nothing we can do about that. Now there's some things I know you're going to be able to, to, to clean up, mm-hmm. but uh, there, there were some shots and broken plays. I mean, there, that was just one of those games where you just had, a lot of things go wrong, and a lot of those, some of those things were out of y'all's control. Well, I mean, I think a lot of it, you know, 95% of it was in our control, and we just didn't control it. Um, you can control your energy. You can control your effort. Um, you know, even on that play, um, you know, we had we had come down in a numbers break and almost basically turned it over twice on the same possession. You don't doesn't actually happen analytically or statistically, but, you know, we have a, a three on two with an easy layup and we throw it directly to them. It ricochets off them, comes back to us, and then we fumble it, um, you know, and so it just becomes this free for all. And, and that, that play was kind of a microcosm because, mm-hmm. you know, the pass is long, Garzon runs it down, steps out of bounds, um, but technically, legally stepped out of bounds and was able to get back in bounds. I mean, it, to me that I would question some of that, but, um, and then she banks the three, but, you know, we, we didn't guard the first possession of the game correctly. And, you know, and amazingly, as much as I, I will usually go into the huddle and focus, what is, what is the first play we're going to run the entire time I was talking about, Hey, when we jump out and head to the screen, it's a five-person job. You know, we've got to aggressively jump the screen. We got to be in rotation, mm-hmm. and and we didn't guard the original screen right. 
You know, we didn't close space on the ball handler. And and then, you know, then there's this this um, domino effect of that. You know, were we late to the roller? Eh, maybe kind of. But if we had guarded the, the, the ball correctly, you know, we, we don't we don't put ourselves in that situation. And so and I just think there were a lot of possessions like that where um, when we have our most success with this team, it's because we're really dialed in defensively. Um, doesn't mean we dominate in every area defensively, but we dominate in game planning. We dominate in um, being where we're supposed to be and understanding who we're guarding and taking away, taking away their strengths. And when I think they got off to a good start, we let that we let that affect our offensive execution. And, you know, we're just not um, without an Asia Blackwell or a Dre Edwards or a Melissa Smith or like we rely on good team execution. You know, we, we just we need that. That doesn't mean we don't have players that can go make plays individually, yeah. but we rely on our spacing to be able to make those plays. And so if we're not where we're supposed to be, if we don't cut hard, if we don't set the screen where it needs to be set, um, if we don't attack and get our head up when we touch the Big 12, um, we're, we don't make all these contested crazy shots, you know? I mean, and, and so I think that's where they just were so much better than us at attacking downhill, taking the first bump, touching the lane, and then being on balance and making good decisions. We played off balance all night. They bumped us. We weren't getting a call on that first bump. And then we just picked our dribble up and tried to yeah. shoot layups when our last dribble was at the elbow, you know, and, and, and now we're not finishing. And so, you know, we just, we let, we let, let their toughness and physicality bother us, even though they're not necessarily bigger than us. Mm-hmm. They played more physical. You know, they were a bunch of fifth and sixth year seniors out there um, that just, that played harder, played more physically. Um, and, you know, and they had an amazing crowd, you know, and it's just, we, we get everyone's best shot. I don't care what our record is. We're still Baylor. We're going to get everybody's best marketing effort. You know, we're playing two pink games in a row, you know, because at K-State, you know, and, and considering that Jeff Mitty's wife, um, you know, has been battling breast cancer, and I imagine they're going to have a great crowd for our game. Like, we get great crowds, you know, when we go on the road. Yeah. Well, I I agree with all of that. I, I, I think um, you saw, like, all Nottas, uh, certain of their players – I mean, I'm, I'm seeing early on. I'm like, oh my gosh, you just hit like a Dirk one-legged shot, and then and mm-hmm. and you're you're totally right. They there were some things y'all were doing in terms of trying to make some shots, uh, and and for whatever reason, they were making some of those kind of shots where you're just like, wait, what did she just do? Like it looked like she was going to pass, and you know what I'm talking about. All night, us, uh, yeah, I'm trying to yeah. remember. And she just like turned it into a shot at the last second, and it fell. And so, um, you know. It is interesting. And, and to your point, Collins is a really good player. And there were moments where, you know, you can tell Bugs at some point is going to be able to body her up and, and really give her problems. It's just not quite yet. I, I, I got to say, from a positive standpoint, um, you put Abraham in there late in the first half and, and her length gave them problems immediately. She yep. blocked. She altered two shots. She blocked. Maybe maybe we give her two blocks. And um, yep. and then she she looked great on that shot she took. 
she stepped up with confidence and and made that shot. So it is interesting. I know what you were looking for there. You're like, okay, let's see what she can do. Let's see what Ferreira can do. And and they did kind of shake things up and provide some a little bit of energy off the bench. I thought. Yeah, and I think that's that's what we need. You know, like um, sometimes you you need you need the energy. You need the effort, um, you know, and it's 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 an interesting thing though um, with freshmen because, you know, Kyla Abraham has shown these flashes in practice, but not consistency, um, not consistency of effort, not consistency of like understanding um, why and what and all of that. But you know, she's been practicing pretty well lately, and um. You know, we were dealing with Erica with concussion-like symptoms. And so because of that, you know, she gets this opportunity and and she takes advantage of it, which is awesome. Like you love to see players, you know, um, seize, seize opportunity. You know, so we hit the practice floor yesterday and after a day off on Sunday, and I'm not getting effort out of her at the beginning of practice. And I'm like, hey, you can't show up and you can't show me three good minutes like that and set this expectation of what you're capable of and then show up on the practice floor and not go hard. Like that should give you motivation. Like, Hey, look what I could do, you know, but it's just, that's what you battle sometimes with young players. You know, this idea of like, Hey, now I've shown something. Now I've raised the expectation. Now I got to live up to the expectation. And I think that's, that's basketball in general. Like that's sports in general. That's, you know, like so often what players deal the, the, have the most struggle with just in general is reality and expectation. You know, like it's you go into a season expecting like I'm going to shoot it better. I'm going to, you know, this is, this is what I think my role is going to be. This is like, and then when their reality doesn't meet their expectations and maybe they're playing a lot of minutes, but their shots aren't falling. They're playing a lot of minutes, but they're turning the basketball over. Or they thought they were going to play more, but they're not playing. And then dealing with coping with, you know, their their personal expectations not being met, even though look at every team in America, there are teams with 15 players and, and six and seven of them. Look at Stanford. They have probably on average seven players that don't get in the game on every single game day. You know, and they're playing nine and maybe 10, but they carry so many. But seven, eight, nine are playing six minutes, eight minutes, you know. And so I think that's that's the challenge for all of these guys is like whether you're playing or not playing, like really being able to um, look in the mirror and 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 find a way to stay motivated and to want to be better, whether you played a lot and weren't successful, whether you didn't play a lot. What do I have to do to get on the floor? You know, and then you, you always hit a point in the season where players are like, Oh, I'm not going to play. So then are they giving it in practice the same way? You know, when they think suddenly like, I'm not going to play, does it matter? You know, and trying to keep people motivated. Like it's really a complex game and managing, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, is, 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 is what we honestly get paid to do outside of just winning basketball games. Yeah, talking to Nikki Collin on her weekly appearance, the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What also had to be driving you nuts was the 
just the turnovers, some of them are what we call the catastrophic, which leads to a breakout. Some of them just kind of like a little bit mind-numbing. I mean, it's hard to say don't dribble the ball off your foot because occasionally stuff like that <laughs> is going to happen. Um, some of it's just kind of, though, I mean, it, like you said, the double turnover. It's like, okay, got the ball back. Nice. Oh, wait, gave it right back to them. Um, it, and, and I guess it snowballs on you. I mean, suddenly it's like six turnovers turns into 15. Y'all have had games where you hold it under 10 turnovers. So it's not like it's yeah, not within no, you to be able to do that. Yeah, I think it's um, – I think there are two things for us in particular. Um, you know, we don't – I don't spend a lot of time making excuses. I just don't – I don't – people don't want to hear excuses. And quite frankly, I don't – um, like making them anyway, but I think I think the last two games Sarah's turned it over an uncharacteristic amount, and and to me, um, it's a direct reflection of she hadn't practiced one time all week. You know, she took a shot to her shoulder um, against Iowa State late in the game, and she didn't practice on Sunday and Monday before OU. Um, she didn't practice on Thursday and Friday before OSU. And I just don't think there's a lot of players. Now, did she play valuable minutes in both those games and, and help us? Absolutely. Um, but, you know, a year ago when she was playing with a broken wrist at the end of the year, you know, she did defensive stuff but no offensive stuff, and she struggled offensively down the stretch last year. Um, and I just don't think players are sharp when they're not getting repetition. I just think that's the nature of – um, they're, they're, you know what, LeBron James might be able to take practice off or two practices off and still be LeBron James because of the 10 billion reps, you know, he's gotten by the time he's 30 years old and 35 years old. But I just don't think there's a lot of collegiate kids that cannot practice and, and be sharp in games. You know, it doesn't mean Sarah didn't make some shots in both those games. doesn't mean she, you know, wasn't still – um, super valuable to us, um, but I think some of her turnovers driving in to traffic and just losing the ball, um, you're not sharp when you're not practicing day in and day out. And so we have her back in practice now, and hopefully like that, that helps that because she's the one I trust the most with the ball in her hands in, in difficult situations. And, and I think, you know, Jaden has to take better care of the ball um, for sure because she runs so much point for us and, and you know, isn't necessarily a big scorer but is someone that can put downhill pressure on teams and get the ball to teammates. And, and um, you know, we're obviously better um, when she gets 8 to 10 points. You know, she doesn't have to get 20. Um, but when she's – um, gets in the lane and makes some layups and puts some pressure in transition. And so, to me, a lot of our, our turnovers stem from, you know, those guys not really being as sharp. You know, I think Caitlin had an uncharacteristic amount of turnovers against Oklahoma State. Um, but I feel like that's more of a blip than it is, like, a reason. Um, there's no obvious reason for that other than she just made some bad decisions. All right, and and I wanted to uh, – you mentioned the Kansas State game and uh, what that, that environment could be like. I mean, the good news is you all have had some really good performances on the road, and, um, you know, you've had teams when you all get in a little bit of a funk for whatever reason, you all can run off. And I was looking at the schedule coming up. I mean, there is a chance to get this thing going in the right direction. 
headed into the Big 12 tournament. Um, what what is K State? You know, when you're uh, when you're kind of looking at them and what they've done lately. To me, they uh, uh, obviously everybody, with maybe the exception of TCU, is uh, a threat in this conference. And even TCU obviously plays extremely hard. What is uh, what do you kind of have to emphasize? going up against this Kansas State team? Because, again, like you said, some of these ranked teams, um, just when you think Kansas State's struggling, they'll jump up there and get a big win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have two top 15 wins this season. They beat Iowa. who's a top five team. They beat mm-hmm. Iowa State, you know, just a couple weeks ago. So um, you don't take anyone for granted. I think they're a team that, um, you know, they, they don't necessarily go as Gabby Gregory goes because – He's been really consistent for them as far as putting the ball in the basket. Um, but I think they're, you know, I was I was listening to a stat watching the men's game last night um, that uh, our men are shooting like, I think, 43% of their shots are three-point shots. So their shot volume of threes is really, really high. But when you have, you know, Flagler and you have LJ Cryer, who are both in the top five in the league in field goal percentage, when they shoot so many threes, that's like, it's insane. Um, I think Kansas state isn't exactly like our men, um, but I think their shot volume from three is 45%. So 45% of their shots are threes. And so they let it fly. Now the biggest difference yeah. between Kansas state and our men is they shoot 28% from three. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's not that they're uber efficient from out there, um, but it means they can get help. They're going to take a lot of them when they make threes. They're dangerous. They're a team that relies on the free throw line. Um, they get you stretched out, and then they attack the basket, and you got to guard them without fouling. You know, they're not a particularly efficient team when they're attacking until you foul them. And so, you know, to me, those, those are the keys. It's like you got to get a contest on the three. Um, and you, you've got to make them play through your chest without fouling and make them try to score over you instead of around you. And, and so those are the two like key things in, in terms of who they are um, because they play, you know, they've got three sophomores that play a ton of minutes that all played a ton of minutes as freshmen. Um, the difference is a year ago, they had a Yoko Lee, you know, anchoring the paint. Yeah. And now those guys are expected to do a whole lot more. And as good as Gabby Gregory is, um, she doesn't demand double and triple teams um, the way we did. So, um, and then you know they've been a two-three team most of the year. Um, if they're not in their two-three zone, they're in switching man, where they're going to switch one through five every screen, off ball, on ball. So that's a little bit different. You know, Maryland's probably the only team we've played this year that really plays that way um, in terms of how they defend, and they played us, you know, thirty-eight minutes 37 and a half minutes of of zone in our first game um, but we may see a little bit more man because we were really effective um, when we got the ball to the high post of uh, getting easy shots against them whether it was from three or or bugs or bella collecting layups um, from kate so you know i think it's 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 being good executing whether they're in man and switching or or zone and getting our high post touches and and then threes and free throws well, um, we'll be watching. Uh, you brought up the men. I can't help but wishing uh, y'all could have a similar like return from Asia, like like what's happened with uh, John Wajachua. But we can dare to dream, yeah. and I think you've done a really nice job. You know, uh, 
you know, do putting her health and everything first. Um, I know, obviously, if she was right, she could help you in a tremendous way. But uh, but we'll you know, again, all in good time on all these things. But uh, I appreciate you doing this. I hope you're uh, I hope the Super Bowl outcome was OK. Were you like the rest of us? Were you upset about the uh, defensive holding call that robbed us of a chance to see <laughs> Jalen Hurts take it down the field at the end? Yeah, I mean, look, I I had it on. I, I you know, we we've lost back-to-back games, so I spent a lot of time on Sunday watching our game film and and Kansas State game film and and um, you know, Sunday's always a big women's basketball day at least in the SEC and and so, you know, I I, I wasn't I had the game on. Um, you know, I mean, I was like everybody else at halftime going, "Dang, I didn't know Rihanna you know, Rihanna was pregnant. Um, so, you know, I, I think that, um, you know, what, what would have been more exciting for it to finish differently? Sure. Um, did I have any skin in the game who won or why? No. So, you know, it was, uh, unfortunately it was a really exciting game. I thought up until that point, and it kind of took away a, a little excitement at the end, but you know, Hey, 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 when when you coach, if you spend too much time worrying about officiating, um, you're not going to get much sleep. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, always uh, always good to to catch up with you and uh, get after them uh, tomorrow night. And again, I think uh, this could be a fun run and get going again. And who knows, maybe hit your stride right there in uh, Kansas City. I'm planning to be there, so I hope that's uh, what occurs. So this will be uh, hopefully a, a really good stretch coming up. I appreciate it, Nikki. Yeah, you got it. Nikki Collin with her weekly appearance on the Matt Mosley Show. And uh, as we continue on in the 5 o'clock hour, a little more fallout from the Super Bowl as uh, – as as we kind of look forward and will the Eagles look like these same Eagles moving forward and will they still be the team to beat in the NFC East? A couple of thoughts on that. That is next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's coming check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor basketball up to number nine in the nation this week continues their role, knocking off West Virginia in the Farrell Center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramies, and top-of-the-line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra 5 to first responders. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat 
on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. Long rebound, Cryer another three. His eighth made three tonight. Eight threes by Cryer. Bears lead 62-45. Timeout, Scott Drew. One of the highlights from last night's 79-67 win by the Bears over West Virginia in the Farrell Center. L.J. Cryer had 26 on the night, including 8 of 11 from three-point range. The eight made threes tied for the third most in Baylor school history. Baylor also got 13 on the night from Adam Flagler, 12 from Jalen Bridges, the West Virginia transfer, 11 from Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua, and six points, nine rebounds, and seven assists from freshman Keontae George. 79-67 the final for Baylor's 20th win of the season. After the game, we visited with Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua. 11 points tonight for you. We were saying during the break, you just see, you look like you feel more comfortable each time out. How do you feel? Uh, I definitely feel more comfortable. I need to just thank God to be, just be able to be on this platform right now, be able to play my fourth game in a year. And that's something I knew heading on to starting playing this season that I was going to get better each and every game. I was going to be able to feel more comfortable with my new game. And it's just like a process because at the end of the day, I'm not trying to go back and play the way I used to, but I'm discovering what can I do. I'm a new player. I have a new body. I have new strengths and new weaknesses. So I didn't have that much time because I didn't have a preseason. I didn't have enough season and, um, and all that. So I'm learning each and every game. And it's just like really nice to be able to learn while still helping the team win. Chatua and the Bears now 20-6 and six on the season. They're 9-4 and four in Big 12 conference play. Add that to Texas' loss to Texas Tech in Lubbock. And the Bears are tied for first place in the league standings at 9-4. and four. Next up, on the road at Kansas this Saturday afternoon at 3. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options as well as physical therapy and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Looking for an unforgettable gift this Valentine's Day? Republic Gun Club and the Oak and Ivy Wine Bar Bistro have created the perfect pairing. Now through Valentine's Day, you can grab the ultimate date night package of an hour on the 25-yard lane for two, two pistol rentals, a Gatlin gun rental, and a $50 gift card to Oak and Ivy, all for only $149.99. Best part? You can get this deal now and use it any time this year. Republic Gun Club is your home on the range. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our tractor lineup rated number one in durability and owner experience, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home select L-Series equipment for zero down, 0% APR for up to 72 months, plus save up to $800 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. 
Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. Why is your eye twitching? Because my lashes are bothering me. Then why do you wear them? Because they look good. They do? And if you want your house to look good. But what good, about the ones where the people look like they've got those big like umbrellas on their face? We'll take umbrella lashes too if you need foundation repair. So give us a call. 254 I ain't got nothing to say. I'm still thinking about that last lady that had 4922. The wind blew her down the road. <laughs> That's where she ran into the car. <laughs> Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp, nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124 to 121. Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night 74 to 67. Won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center 79 76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Growth High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight, La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. I just Matt Mosley show. Thank you, Nikki Collin. That was uh, always interesting. I, I I like the fact that you know there's still some thought that Baylor's Baylor. They get everybody's best shot. That's fine. Bring it. See if the Bears can do a counter punch here the rest of the season. And uh, Aaron Sexton alongside as always. Aaron need to get it going. Need to get the thing going. I, you know, I decided not to go down the path of asking about Asia Blackwell because they're just not playing her that much. I don't know what's going on there. Um, I think it would help immensely, you know, if they could, uh, if they could get her involved. But this is a, this is a, uh, a talented team. I think they're capable of beating anybody in the conference. You know, I don't know who's the best team in this conference. It's not Texas. I don't know if it's Oklahoma. Baylor beat. Baylor's beating Oklahoma. Oklahoma State's playing great right now. Iowa State's good. Baylor beat them there. I, I, it's hard to say. Like, there's really no reason why Baylor couldn't get hot and win the Big 12 tournament. But they, they, in Oklahoma State the other day, they turned the ball over a million times. And they just don't 
I, I mean, I just I hate it <clears throat> that they, that they can still be that careless, and I don't understand it why you know Jay Owens has become a really good offensive player, and then sometimes she gets in games and she can't score. I mean, it just it doesn't happen, and I don't know what to make of it all. But uh, they're they're just kind of in a weird spot right now. We'll see how they do. They play at Kansas State tomorrow night. They could get it right and get it going. Got a big home game Saturday. We'll see where it goes. Aaron, Kansas, and Baylor get it on Saturday, and that's going to be so much fun. College game day. Headed to Lawrence for that one. And, I mean, it's just really, there's a lot going on there. Aaron, I, I had said we had a few Super Bowl nuggets to to kind of, to to share with you i thought this was kind of interesting we talked about is there any way mahomes could chase tom brady and it seems far-fetched i mean brady won again and again and again and he had a great organization and whether you think they're cheaters or not they won they had he's had you know he's the greatest of all time there's really no one who debates that unless you just think he cheated and you hate tom brady that's the only way you could make an argument against him aaron Tom Brady at the same age as Patrick Mahomes. I wanted to compare the two. Tom Brady, 57 and 14 overall record. Mahomes at 27, a 75 and 19 overall record. Obviously, he's played a few more games as a starter. Brady, though, had three Super Bowl wins. Mahomes has two Super Bowl wins. Um, 35-7 to postseason touchdown to interception ratio for Mahomes. 35 touchdowns to seven interceptions. Guess what Brady's was? 11-3. to 11 touchdowns to three interceptions as interception radio uh, ratio that's incredible it's incredible that at age 27 Mahomes has thrown that many more postseason um touchdowns than Brady could Mahomes get to where Brady is I mean I, a lot of it has to do with what they put around him Aaron when you look at numbers like that it doesn't seem so far-fetched to think that Mahomes could, I don't think he'll chase him down. I think what Brady has, it's too much. He's had the greatest coach of all time, the greatest quarterback of all time, some of the greatest defenses of all time. I think it's too much for Mahomes to go get. But when you put them and go side by side at age 27, Mahomes is punching. Mahomes is right there with him. I mean, that's insane, Aaron. Think about that. How many what did I just say? Thirty five to seven? I mean that's that's crazy. That's twenty four more touchdowns that Mahomes has. Aaron, when you think of Patrick Mahomes and his future, and if you had to make the prediction today and how many Super Bowl rings he will have, and of course that's what we measure people by. I mean, Rodgers is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but how many Super Bowls does he have? One. I mean, he knocks on the door constantly. 
I think there's something to be said for going to NFC title games. I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the all-time greats, but he's not in the top five because he can't. He doesn't win those NFC title games. He's got one Super Bowl. Uh, Peyton and Eli Manning both have two. Does that mean that I think Eli Manning is a better all-time quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't. I think in the pantheon of quarterbacks, uh, Aaron Rodgers will end up ahead of Eli, at least in my opinion. I don't think it's just about Super Bowl titles. Aaron, to think where Mahomes is now, it's it's kind of unbelievable what he's done, the fact that he goes to AFC title game every year, and he's got the right coach with him in Andy Reid. Brady had the right coach with him in Bill Belichick. But then he went and won another Super Bowl elsewhere with Tampa Bay. Aaron, if you had to make a guess right now, then I'll tell you my guess. How many Super Bowls does Patrick Mahomes, he's played in three and he's won two of them. How many Super Bowl wins does Patrick Mahomes, age 27, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'll just let you know this. I think he'll play another 10 seasons. So Patrick Mahomes will retire at age 37. That's what I'm going to say. How many Super Bowl wins does he, and by the way, that's like, what, eight years fewer than than Brady? How many Super Bowl wins does he end up with? If if he plays ten more years, I think he wins at least three or four more. I would say four more. Goodness gracious. Wow. I mean, that's getting close to Brady. It is. And if I you're saying it ten more years. God, that is that is unreal. Um that Mahomes and I'm wondering what our people think on the CNC Collision Center text line. What is Mahomes' final tally of Super Bowl wins? He's got two now. How many Brady have, Aaron? Seven. Brady has, we think he's finally officially retired. I mean, that's an, un, that's an insane amount. But Aaron, Aaron now says three or four. I couldn't get a... Aaron, go ahead and pick one. Three or four. You going to go with three? I'm going with four. He's wow. he's been to the AFC wow. Championship game every year he's been in the league, which is one of the most unbelievable stats I've ever seen. If he so if every he year does, he has a chance, uh, not not just a chance. Every year he has a great chance to at least make it to a Super Bowl. So if he does that in your mind, does he pass like Joe Montana or whoever you would have second? I think so. Yeah, Tom absolutely. Brady. Isn't that amazing? Um, Mahomes thought early in the game, at halftime, Reed told the team 10 points. This is from Peter King's story today on NBC.com. Reed told the team 10 points. 10 points isn't a lot. We're just off a tick. And Reed said the halftime so long it allowed his team to calm down. But not before Mahomes... And Travis Kelsey lit into the team. Mahomes said he thought his team was playing tight. We weren't playing with our normal joy, he said. I said you can't let the moment overtake you. There was 48 minutes of real time between snaps for Mahomes with a long halftime. Mahomes and the the offense came out sharp. Ten plays, 75 yards on the opening drive of the second half. And then it was 24-21. Um, I, I, 
I mean, I'm just, I'm really, really amazed at what Mahomes and everybody, and I know, Aaron, we're supposed to not ever think a 10-point deficit with Kansas City is anything, but we can't help ourselves. We're taught by many years of football, and it's the Super Bowl, and we see 24-14, and we don't, I think, we, we start to think, maybe Eagles are going to do this, and they, and they couldn't get it done. Could have been one of the great all-time Super Bowls, and we were robbed from it for a defensive holding call that Aaron Sexton loved. <laughs> Just absolutely. He's one of his favorite calls in postseason history. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. The dismount is next. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day with one thought in mind. Be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food or waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Police at Michigan State announced that all activities on campus, including athletics, have been canceled for the next 48 hours in the wake of the fatal shootings there Monday night. Super Bowl 57 was the third most watched television show in history with an estimated 113 million people watching, according to preliminary numbers released yesterday. Luka went for 33 and Kyrie scored 36 in their first game together as the Dallas Mavericks fall at home to the Timberwolves 124-121. to Texas Tech beat number six Texas last night 74-67. to Baylor won its 10th of their last 11 meetings, beating West Virginia last night in the Farrell Center 79-76. The Bears are off till Saturday when they'll travel to Kansas. Girls High School basketball playoffs underway, and tonight, La Vega faces Gerald for the Bay District Championship, 7 o'clock tip-off, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, Aaron, I'm excited to announce we do have some high school basketball on the station this evening. This is a 645 pregame La Vega. Man, I'm loving it. I'm loving the La Vega girls. Always good. But the march, the march to San Antonio begins tonight. And, of course, 7 o'clock call. Aaron, tell us uh, tell us who we have tonight. And tell us who's on the call, because I think it's one of my favorite local broadcasters. It is. It will be our very own Ward Whites with the call as the La Vega Lady Pirates take on Gerald tonight in by-district action. 6.45 pregame and the tip-off just after 7 o'clock right here on 16th on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man. I think it's going to be a problem for Gerald this evening. We'll keep our eye on that one. Bears, by the way, in the ESPN.com power rankings, even before last night's game, up to number six in the country in the ESPN power rankings, right behind the Texas Longhorns. But that was before the Longhorns lost to the Texas Tech Red Raiders. So the the, uh, Bears continue to move up the charts. Everybody have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Thank you, Aaron. Tremendous work by you today. And we'll do it again tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, we'll look at last night's two games in the league, including the big upset in Lubbock. Now two more games tonight on the league schedule. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. You could get her chocolates, you could get her flowers, or you could get her jewelry. At D'Amore Fine Jewelers, you can get her all three. February 1st through February 14th, receive free designer chocolates and free red roses with all fine jewelry purchases, $99 or more. Free roses and free chocolates for your Valentine only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person on campus at Bruce's Locker Room at the stadium or online at BaylorShop.com.
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas. 